If you're over 40 and want to be the best version of yourself, Fit Over 40 with Coach Clarence is here to help. Clarence Ferguson is a seasoned loan officer, fitness expert, personal chef and entrepreneur who leads a revolution of men and women who want to live their best life going into middle age. Inspiring dialogue, challenging topics, and industry leaders are here offering tips and how-tos to improve your life. Now, here's Coach Clarence. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Fit Over 40. I'm your host, Coach Clarence. And um, every week we try to bring in somebody who is changing the game, who is inspiring people, or just has some a good story that we want to share with you all. And today is no different. I have in the building, she is part of the estrogen mafia, which gives me so many questions, Angela Crowley-Martin, who... A little backstory. I don't know who friended who, but we became friends on Facebook. And really, people aren't really friends. They just friend each other. They've never met in person, so it's nice to meet you in person. But she's got a great story, and we're going to dive into that a little bit and why she's here and why it's important. I believe she's over 40. I don't want to. Oh, yes. Okay, good, good. Because if you were like, no, I'm 21, I'd be like, all right, we got to let you go because the show's called Fit Over 40. Uh, All right, so um, let's just do this. I'm in your own words. Kind of give us a little background where you're from, and we'll get into it. Absolutely, and thank you, Clarence, for having me on today. My name is Angela, and I've lived in Arizona for 23 years. Prior to that, I grew up in northern Michigan. Yep, and definitely love both states. The sports are better in Michigan, so I I could see how you would love that. (laughs) (laughs) They actually win in Michigan. Well, (laughs) I don't know. Detroit has won in basketball, unlike our team here, but, you know, we're doing what we have to, I guess. Right. And there's the Red Wings, which... Yes. The winningest franchise. Correct. Yes. (laughs) But we won't talk about the Lions. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the Lions are kind of like a team we have here. It's a different animal, but it's the same situation. So similar. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Although, Detroit, you guys had one of the best players ever running back. You know, although they couldn't ever put it together with him. Do you know who I'm talking about? Barry Sanders. That's right. Yes. Right. You retired too early. All right. So kind of, do you have children? Are you married? What's your story? I do. So I'm single, but I do have a boyfriend. Okay. Well, then you're not single. Wait a minute. Well, I meant like I'm not married. Oh, is that the way it works? Okay. See, I'm learning. See, That's what I meant. I'm not married. (laughs) See, that's tricky. (laughs) Okay. Yes. Okay. I have three daughters, 15, 18, and 21, and that's where the uh, title of Estrogen Mafia comes from. Okay. (laughs) Um, Because we are very dynamic, we're very outspoken, we're very loud. Okay. But we love each other fiercely, and, you know, anybody who comes into our orbit, they're just prepared to get a lot of us. Is it like the Kardashians where men come in and they come out totally different? <laughs> no, I don't think so. It's, it's like the Kardashians, like you go in that circle, they, they're fierce too. And you just you come out totally different. You're either on drugs or you've changed sexes or something. No. <laughs> no, not at all. But it does take, you know, somebody to understand, you know, our personalities. And Are stuff. they giving a disclaimer when they go out with like, if any of your daughters go out with somebody, do they get a disclaimer up front like you know you know what you're getting into i usually like them to figure it out on their own i remember you making a comment we were making fun of uh, i put a meme in the group of some guy who was just he was filming some girl on the treadmill and you had mentioned that your daughters have to deal with that you know at the gym yes 
Yeah, the gym is a notorious meat market. You know, people are looking at each other. It's very physical, so people are definitely looking at each other. So, it is. Yeah. It is. And I'm just, I'm thankful I have strong-willed and outspoken girls that they can handle it. that stuff, huh? No. <laughs> All right, so tell us about your journey. You've lost a lot of weight. First, what was the motivation? And then how did you do it? All right. Well, you know, weight has been something that I have struggled with mm -hmm. most of my life and tended to go up and down on a roller coaster. But for the past several years, it has been the highest I ever was. And so last year, I was watching a friend of mine. She was making great improvement, losing weight. And it was around the same time I was almost wondering, you know, I've tried all of these other ways to lose and would find some progress, but always gain it back. Mm -hmm. Nothing ever seemed to stick. So... I was even considering at that point if I had to maybe take the drastic turn and go like the gastric bypass route. Sure. But I really didn't want to only because that, you know, surgery is very serious. And I have known people that have done it and encountered a lot of complications. Yeah. But at the same time, I knew I needed to get the weight off. So when I started this back in May of 2020, I was 265 pounds and again, watched a friend of mine who was posting her success, asked her, what are you doing? So she introduced me to this program and I started it and I thought, I'm only going to try it for a month. Mm -hmm. You know, I was skeptical. She was telling me you could absolutely make and lose your goal even by the end of the year. Okay. And at that time, my goal was just 70 pounds. Okay. And uh, I said, well, I'll give you a month. And after the first month, I lost over 19 pounds. Wow. And I felt great. I had energy. I was learning to have a different relationship with food than I did before. And I just kept going. And then I signed up to be a coach. All right. So let's go back a little bit further, like maybe through your childhood. What were some of the things? Because a lot of people who listen to the show will talk about things from their past. Yep. What do you think contributed to the weight gain? Was it a culture? Was it just how you were eating? What was the thing that you feel like, knowing being a coach now, that got you to gain that weight? Absolutely. I can think back as young as the age of seven when I started developing an unhealthy relationship with food. I wanted you to say that, but go ahead. Yes. I used food as a way to comfort. And, and by that, I mean not just an emotional comfort, because I don't even know that I knew what that was at the age of seven. Okay. But what I would feel, and this is because I grew up in a very tumultuous household. Mm -hmm. My parents, and I, I love them both, God bless them, but they were not meant to be married. And they had some pretty tough fights and arguments constantly in front of us. And I would get a feeling of anxiety that would just be in my stomach. And food, I think physically, like comfort and and like weighed it down okay. and made it go away. You know, there would be times where everybody else would be sleeping in on the weekends and I would wake up early. And I would purposely wake up early because that was the only time that I knew that there would be peace in the house. And so I would wake up early. I would eat a lot before everybody else got up because I didn't binge eat when they were awake, but I did it during that time. So you did it when no one was around to watch what you were doing? Correct. Okay. At any time, did your parents or peers try to intervene and say anything to you? My mom did sometimes, you know, and it wasn't like through childhood, I, it wasn't overly overweight, 
you know, was maybe like a little bit on the chubby side, so Mm -hmm. to speak. And then in my teen years, I kind of thinned out. Mm -hmm. But then when I hit my 20s, I started putting on some more. Was it kind of the same scenario? What were you doing in your 20s? Were you in college? Were you just in the workforce? What were you doing in your 20s? I was just going to college, working. I worked at a restaurant. So a lot of times I would grab the unhealthy food right, and just grab and go. Well, we don't recommend people grab and go anymore. The governor in New York is in trouble because of that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, no. you want to make sure you get consent before you. I'm just teasing. We try to have fun with this. Stuff. So, um, all right. So you talked about your relationship with food, and I talk about that a lot with people. You mentioned when you were with your parents that there was obviously some tough times at home. What about in college? What was the driving force? Was it just fun? Was it just something that was easy to do and grab? You just weren't thinking about it? Because a lot of times people gain weight. They don't gain weight overnight. It's a process and you don't notice it. And then one day you wake up and go, man, I've gained all this weight. Right. Well, I think part of it was just, you know, college and just having money to just buy whatever food. I think another part of that, too, is that at that time I was living with my dad and my stepmom and their relationship was also very tough. Mm-hmm. Did you go to school here or was that in Michigan? That was in Michigan. Okay. And so I think it's just, you know, through my life, I have found when situations are tense and anxious, when the unexpected happens a lot, mm-hmm. it's easy to turn to something that I learned back at the age of seven. And that's something that I have been unpacking over the past year plus on my journey is realizing what can we do differently? What can I do differently to deal with those emotions as they pop up? And what can I do to not turn to food and use food as that way to cope? So I'm assuming at some point, did you were you married before? Okay. So when did you meet your husband? I met my girl's father back in late 96. Mm-hmm. We got married in summer, or I'm sorry, late 95, um, summer of 97. And we were married for nine years, divorced, and then I started my journey as a single mom. When you were married, what was the relationship like with your husband? It was very challenging. Emotionally, physically? Emotionally. And did you find yourself again turning to food to get through some of those situations? I absolutely did. What was your go-to? What was the thing you felt the most comfort in? Oh, Some people like sweet, some people like fatty foods. I would, yeah. I, I'm more of like the chips and cheese, the salty. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And so you would just find yourself going to that. And then you got divorced. So you were single. Being a single mom, that's tough. Obviously, there's a lot of stresses to go with that. Did you find yourself doing that again? Like you get off work, dealing with the children, and then finding yourself making poor food choices? Actually, during that time, I had lost weight. I lost about 50 pounds and was going to the gym and portion control, and I felt great. And where were you learning to make these changes? I think it was just whatever I could find to research and friends, family were leading a a good, healthy, active lifestyle and just Mm -hmm. trying to tap into what worked for them. I'm asking these questions because there's a, even from talking to you, there is a pattern that I hear. And a lot of times food and weight, there's usually some pain, some stress, some depression that goes into that and it becomes a habit. Yeah. Because in the group I posted about how people have cravings, a lot of times cravings are associated with just a behavior. Like I get upset. Some people say I grab a glass of wine. 
I didn't have a good day, so I'm going to eat a bowl of cookies. You know, there's something that 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 behavior is tied to. And if you can figure that out, it's easier to move past that. So let's move forward from there. So when did you really start to notice the weight gain? Really where it was you're noticing it. It's one thing to say, oh, I'm a little chubby. But when did you really start going, okay, I've gained a lot of weight? I'm going to go back to fall of 2017. My girls and I, we went to the Arizona State Fair. Mm -hmm. And my favorite ride at the carnivals is the swings. Okay. So we wait in line. We get on the swings. You know, we we all find our swings. I can't move the bar down. You mean physically unable to? Physically unaable to because I was too big. Okay. I thought you meant a strength issue. Like you were just. No. Okay. So No. Like. The bar would not go over my abdomen. Mm-hmm. And the poor ride attendant came up and he was being as, as kind and gentle as he could. But he had to tell me to get off. Okay. He's like, you can't ride. Yeah. And I'm like thinking, great. This is my You favorite. with your girls. Yeah. Okay. So I stand up out of the swing. I go to leave. And my girls, bless them. They were all like, what's going on? I'm like, I, I can't ride. It won't. I can't fit. Yeah. And they were about ready to get off, too. They're like, okay. And I'm like, no, no, no. You're going to stay there. You're going to ride. And I went and watched them. And I just remember thinking, like, do you really want this? Do you want this where you can't do the things you like to do because this is holding you back? And that's what we call the pain. Because I always tell people, you're not going to change until you have some pain. Right. And I'm not talking about like you stub your toe. Like there's the pain of you being with your kids and being told to get off a ride. I've had people tell me I was playing ball with my son and I was gassed out. I couldn't breathe just from running, you know, up and down the court or going downstairs. And that's the pain. Once you get that, then you can change. Because a lot of times people look at themselves like with vanity and say, oh, I could lose a few pounds. But that's not really pain. Pain is when something like that happens or you can't get on a ride or you can't walk upstairs and you're thinking it in your head. Your kids don't say anything, but you're thinking, man, if something was to happen, I was to get chased. I, I would probably, you know, absolutely make it. And it was also a big wake up call for me. Um, November of 2019, I went to the doctor and she did the whole blood work makeup of me because I had been sick for a while. I was constantly tired, feeling just worn out, heartburn, plantar fasciitis, aches and pains. I just, I didn't feel good. And she did my blood work and it came back and she's like, all right, your cholesterol's okay and your your blood pressure's okay, but you're pre-diabetic. Right. I'm like, I'm pre-diabetic. And she's like, yeah. And she's like, all the markers. Right. And she's like, and you have a fatty liver. I said, I hardly drink. That's the myth that it's about drinking. It could be because of the weight. It could be because of the pre-diabetic. It's a lot of things. Well, I asked her, I'm like, how is this? And she's like, it's your diet. Mm -hmm. Now, what I'm curious, because a lot of times doctors, they only have about eight hours of nutrition that they go through. And it's (laughs) the basics. What what did she recommend you do? She recommended low carb, low sugar, high protein. Mm -hmm. So she suggested keto, which may work for some people. I tried it and and I made like maybe a 10 pound loss from it. But I think that the fat that I was consuming, I wasn't doing keto in the lean protein category, right? (laughs) It's like there's some salami and pepperoni. Okay. There you go. It's protein. Right. Oh, I'll (laughs) have all the bacon. to go with it. Right. So I made some headway, but not Mm. enough. Yeah, keto isn't for everybody, and it's not sustainable. But a lot of times, I think they just want people to get a scale victory, so they think, okay, it's moving. But then you got to make some other adjustments. All right, so 
Well, let's jump ahead a little bit. You, What are you doing now? What's the program that you're in? I was on your website. How do you pronounce the company you're with? So I don't chop it up. Absolutely. It's called Optavia. Okay. See, I was going to say Octavia. See? Yep. Glad I asked. Okay. <laughs> and tell me about that. So Optavia is a, a great program. It's been around for decades, formerly known as Metafast. Okay. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was developed and designed by a doctor who got tired of seeing people suffer as the result of their weight. And he thought, you know what, we need to figure out a way, one, that they can lose and have consistent results, but then have sustainability. That once they lose and they get to their goal, that we have given them the tools and the ways in which to go forward right. and be sustainable for a healthy lifestyle. A lot of people think it's a diet. It's not a diet. It's a healthy lifestyle change. Yeah, because diets don't work. And a lot of companies that do weight loss, people fail because they don't teach them how to eat and how to know make decisions that are going to help them. They just say, oh, look, we're going to cut your calories this week. We're going to do this. And, and they're not really teaching them how to maintain the, the weight loss that they have. Exactly. So I noticed there are some supplements on there. And is it like a membership based or how does it work? So it's a structured meal plan, and that's one of the four components. So it is a structured uh, food plan. So you buy food from them, but you're also learning to make your own meal one time per day, which is great because I think that helps teach yourself good portion control, good choices, knowing which vegetables to eat, which lean protein, and how much to eat of each. Mm -hmm. So that kind of helps build, I think, like a consistency that you need to be successful. But that's just one part of the components. We have three other components. We have a coaching support. Mm -hmm. We have community. And then we also have the habits of health. And that's really diving in to making those healthy habits and building on healthy habits to sustain you. So you said in the first month you lost um, 19 pounds. What happened after that? After that, I just kept going. Mm -hmm. So I ended up losing 100 pounds total from May of 2020 to May of 2021. Awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. Is there an exercise component or is it all just eating? It's all just being on the program. Mm -hmm. Now, there are some plans. There is a plan that if people really want to continue exercising, we up the calorie increase a little bit and adjust the plan. Mm -hmm. But I eat six times a day. Five of the times I eat is the food from Optavia. And then the one time is the dinner or the lean and green meal, as we call it, that I make myself. Give us an example of a typical meal. You know, it could be as simple as six ounces of chicken breast and a cup and a half of vegetables. More, if you're having the leafy ones, you can have three cups of those if you wanted to. Or it could be where you're even making your favorites a little bit different, whether that is tacos, Mm -hmm. you know, and using lean ground beef. You can lose weight on tacos. Yes, you can. Or pizzas even. Sure. There's a lot of great ways to make yummy food in a healthy way. Talk about the support because, you know, you have an interesting story, but say somebody is struggling in the program. You're a coach. So what exactly do you do if, let's say I'm a client and I say, listen, I am just really struggling right now. What are some things that you do to help me get on track? Absolutely. So we dive into what you're struggling with. You know, I like is... to eat food. I, just, <laughs> I, I don't know. I can't stop. Let's <laughs> just be honest. Pizzas, burgers, hot dogs. I just love it. <laughs> It's really just as a matter, you know, when my coaching is needed, it's a matter of being there, understanding what they're going through, knowing because I've been there. I've walked that walk. Mm -hmm. 
you know, where you're faced with temptations, or maybe I'm having a really, really hungry day. And and that just happens sometimes where I feel like I'm just constantly hungry through the day, even though I just ate two hours ago. So it's just walking them through, helping them with what I know, what's worked for me. Are they planning their meals out okay? Do they have a plan in place? Or if they're going to a party, do they know what's being served? Or do they have a plan on what they're going to be faced with and how they're going to make the right choices? Now, do you have to go to like some type of a training process? Is there like a certification or how do you how do you become a coach? There is a training process when you sign up to be a coach. So it's online classes and, and going through programs and understanding. Mm -hmm. And then also I lean on my coach and my coach's coach Mm. for support. Okay. Um, So I have a great support system myself from a coaching role where if I come across a situation that I don't know the answer to, I'll tell my client, I don't know the answer to, but let me find out. So people will come to you and say, hey, I really like what you do. I would like to try that myself. Is that something that you do? Yes. Yep, absolutely. And that's why I post it on Facebook a lot. Yeah. Because I want people to know that no matter what their age is, and I'm 48, by the way, no matter what their age is, they can meet the healthy goals that they're looking to meet. That it's not impossible. I tell people I've sailed the menopause ship four or five years ago, you know, and my metabolism isn't like it used to be. And so I just, I like to put it out there to be inspiring or encouraging to others. And I tell people there's a million ways to lose weight, but I know this way worked for me. And if you want to talk about it, let's talk. Awesome. All right, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with Angela Crowley Martin. Fit Over 40 with Coach Clarence will be back right after this. All right, so one of the topics that we're going to be talking about today is knowing your credit. And I think people should talk about credit. And one of the cool things about what I do is I review people's credit as a part of working with Geneva Financial. And with Geneva Financial, what we do is we do an honest conversation with you about where you are credit-wise to determine where your home uh, ownership uh, needs will be and what's the quickest way to do that and how we can help you get prepared. Or if you want to do a refinance, what's the best scenario for you? We are a direct lender serving in 43 states, offering home loans, refinances, VA, USDA, FHA, first-time home buyers, Homes for Heroes, which we're really promoting right now, your first responders, especially now with the firefighters. So if you know a firefighter right now and that wants to buy a house, there are special programs for them. I won't get into major details because I need to speak with them individually, see what their situation is. So there's a lot of cool things going on with Geneva Financial. And we our slogan is human loans powered by humans. Everything is an individual approach to lending. And you can find out more about it at www.clarenceFergusonHomes.com. And now back to Fit Over 40. Here's your host, Coach Clarence. All right, welcome back to Fit Over 40 with Coach Clarence. I'm here with Angela Martin, and we're talking about her journey, her incredible weight loss. So I imagine that people are going to be listening to this, and they're going to have questions. Because I've been doing this so long, I know some of those questions. (laughs) We talk a lot about the relationship with food. One thing I tell people is there's no bad or good. There's just consequences. It's, you know, when you make a decision what you eat, it's going to affect you a certain way. So instead of saying bad or good, this is how this food will affect you. It could cause you to be more hungry. It could cause you to be sleepy, groggy. If you eat a lot of it, you're going to be adding calories. It's going to mess you up. How do you deal with when you get cravings? Because cravings really never go away. They either change or they get modified. How do you deal with your cravings currently? That's a very good question. 
So I can say when I first started this program, it takes about a good three to four days to detox in a way the processed food and the sugar, the carbs I was consuming prior to that. And through that process, you know, you are tired and you get headaches and it is it is a journey in and of itself for those few days. But for me, I really didn't have cravings for sugar like I thought I would. One of my daughters at that time worked at Culver's. She would come home with cheese curds and concrete mixers <laughs> and almost slink up like the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> concrete mixer. <laughs> she did. And she would like want to just sneak up the stairs and eat away from me. She didn't uh-huh. want to like derail me in any way. Yeah. And I'm like, Paige, just sit down and eat. Yeah. It's fine. I don't even want it. Yeah. Well, that's interesting because a lot of people don't have a good support system. Sometimes the spouse or their friends are all encouraging. Why are you doing that? Come on, we're eating this. Let's go. Um, so the kids seem to have been very supportive. They were absolutely supportive. I mean, they, they are just, they're awesome. And maybe they didn't always eat the food I made, you know, in the dinners, the lean and green meals that I made. But actually, they ate most of them and they ended up liking them and benefiting from them themselves. Yeah. That's tough sometimes because kids, traditionally we were raised to eat certain things and you build up a taste for it and you have to retrain your palate to like things that are air quotes healthier, you know. Right. What is it like losing the 100 pounds? you feel like people look at you different? A lot of times when you're overweight, you're constantly in your head about what you think people are saying about you or thinking about you. Did you have to deal with that at all? Yeah, absolutely. You know, there were there were a lot of situations where I was the heaviest person in the room or the heaviest female in the room. And that does mess with you, you know, in a way, because it's, it just doesn't leave you. But I do have friends that, you know, even though that they, they can see the, the, the weight I've lost, that in their heads, when they think back, when I was heavy, they saw me with their hearts. And they already loved you. Exactly. So you changing your body was just bonus, if you will. Right. Right. But it does feel good. But I do tell people, for me, this isn't just about a smaller size. It's about living a bigger life. Mm, I like that. Thank you. I can't. I don't own that, but I, I did I, borrow No that. one owns anything. <laughs> we all steal <laughs> memes and stuff. <laughs> the meme game has changed everything. I think that's really cool that you think that way. You mentioned before you were contemplating getting a surgery. And here's what I tell people. You can have your stomach tied. You can have it cut in half. But that's not changing that's between your ears. Exactly. And that's where you have to change because your body's just following the messages you're sending yourself. Do you journal at all? I do. Good. I do. I actually have a journal that I use every day. That's awesome. I talked about that this week, getting people to journal when you feel like you want something that's really not going to be assisting in your program. And I noticed what I liked about you talking about cheating. And I, I hate using that word, but it's just the word we use, cheating. We shouldn't give food that kind of value. You're just eating something. Right. You know, and then you move on to the next thing. If you're at a game or if you're at a party, just eat it. And you just right. go back to regular habits. When you give food that kind of power, it actually throws you off. Because now you're walking around, going, oh, I had, I mean, how many people come back to me on Monday? Go, oh, I blew it this weekend. I ate this. And it's like, okay, now it's Monday. Right. Just move on. It's just a meal. Now, if you have a pattern of every day, well, actually, I've been blowing it the last three weeks, you know, it <laughs> wasn't feel just it. then we got to talk, you know, we got to make yeah. some changes, you know. So when you feel like um, or if you had a client who says to you, like, you know, how do I deal with parties? One of the things I do in my coaching is I teach people how to, to plan for events they have. So let's say, for example, on Thursday, you're going to a cocktail party as an example. 
and they're serving hors d'oeuvres. There'll be some kind of dinner, which won't be healthy because it's not about this, it's about tasting good, leaving an impression. So how do you coach your clients when they are dealing with situations where they are, hey, I got the holidays coming up. The next few months, people gain the most weight. Mm-hmm. Because Absolutely. Because the holidays are baking, they're going to parties, Christmas, Thanksgiving, you know, although Thanksgiving is one day, but for some reason <laughs> that just people are like, fuck it, that's Thanksgiving. I'm just going to gain the rest of this weight for the rest <laughs> of the year. <laughs> Start over in January of a call class. Okay, right. <laughs> Let's say someone who's struggling with peer pressure to make bad decisions, if you will. Would you tell them to change their company or how would you coach them? Well, I like to, when I have clients come on board, I want to know what their why is. I want to know why are they doing this? I'm I'm an Angela fan. (laughs) (laughs) That way I can always tag it back. Right. You know, when they're facing those difficulties, whether it's, it's an unsupportive, you know, family member or whether they're, they're going to a party Remember why you're doing this and plan for it. You know, what is it that you want to do? Do you want to go to the party? Do you want to have a drink or two? If you want to have a drink or two, have the drink or two. Right. But know that you can get back on plan Mm -hmm. the next day. Just don't stay there. What about people who have different dietary restrictions? Like, let's say they don't eat meat or dairy. Does the program complement those happy people? Yeah, they absolutely. One of my clients is, is currently doesn't eat meat. Okay. You know, so it's a matter of, well, what kind of lean and green meals do we make based on what you choose to eat? Mm-hmm. And we absolutely have a lot of examples and a lot of things that they can eat. What about women who, and men, but generally more women who are struggling with hormonal issues, they may come and say, hey, I'm on, doctor said my levels were low, I'm on this and that. Do you guys deal with folks like that as well? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep. One of my clients has lupus, mm-hmm. and um, she's seeing actually a lot of benefit because her inflammation is down because sugar and carbs are so inflammatory. Yep. And so she's seeing some great progress with that. Uh But we do. We always tell our clients, you know, we ask them, we do a health assessment. We ask what kind of medications are you taking? And if there are medications that interfere with what we're doing, then we have to make sure that we take that aside and, and partner with their doctor. So what are your goals going forth? So my goal going forward, you know, I've lost this weight. I want to maintain that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, My next step is going to be getting into physical movement because I lost this. Well, I lost all of this. You know, the 100 pounds was without cardio exercise or anything crazy. It was maybe walking or hiking now and then, but nothing consistent. So now that I'm where I'm at, I want to start getting more active. I would like to be doing something three, four, five times a week. Nothing too crazy, but just getting my body stronger and toning up some muscle, toning up some loose skin, and just getting better at focusing on that now mm-hmm. and like putting that into my mix. Does the program offer that like as a maintenance phase or is that something you have to just kind of find your own guidance? We have some information on that in our habits of health and our, our information that you get with your first order in the books. They're like textbooks. Mm-hmm. So there is information about exercise and the benefits of it. But I also know from friends and family and also being down that road before, kind of like what I probably need to do. I just got to put it in plan. Gotcha. I like it. I like it. All right. So um, is there anything you want people out there listening to know? Someone who might be listening is just struggling. Like, I just can't, you know, can't figure out what to do. What, what advice would you give them? 
Well, I would tell them if they have a strong enough why, if their their why can be bigger than their can't. How do they find their why? They have to really think about why is it that I want to lose weight. If you just want to lose, you know, whether it's 20 pounds, 50 pounds, or 100 pounds, you have to have a strong drive because if it's not in your mindset, it's not going to be helpful because when you're making big changes and turning that around, like I tell people prior to this program, I was eating healthy maybe 15, 10% of the time. Mm-hmm. I've flipped that, you know, where now it's like 85, 90% of the time that I eat, I'm making healthy choices. And that's a big shift. And so that why that you determine, whether it's because of your health or whether it's because you don't want to die early, you know, or you want to be more active and have that energy and and be active with your family. Those things are all strong. And when you find that, you can push forward through just about anything. Yeah, I like it. I like it. So if someone wants to reach out to you for your coaching, how can they find you? Oh, absolutely. So they can go to my Facebook. I'm under Angela Crowley Martin, although I do go by typically just Angela Martin. Okay. I kept saying it. It's okay. I just, (laughs) it's listed like that on Facebook just because of high school and people can find me. Or they can go to my Optivia coaching page. So it's Mm coach.optivia.com forward slash Angela Martin. And so I have a final question for you because this caught my attention. What does give yourself grace mean to you? I think too many times we beat ourselves up and we expect like this level of perfection. And have you ever worked for this person? <laughs> That's a real pressure. Oh no. Yeah, it's, that is a real Dear sweet Laura. Yeah. Who brought me better made chips and burners from to represent you Notice Michigan. I didn't get any. Ah! See? The struggle is real in here. I'm trying to find my grace. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead, Angela. Keep going. I'm sorry. I think sometimes we're so hard on ourselves and that can work against us where we throw up our hands and say, you know what? Heck with it. I can't do this. It's too hard. And I think when we give ourselves grace, we realize it's a journey. It's all it's about progress, not perfection. And when we give ourselves the grace and say, okay, maybe I had a weekend where I ate all the tacos. Now there's it's Monday morning and you, I've got to dig in give yourself and keep going. Grace because you did that. <laughs> There is absolutely nothing wrong with spending the weekend in tacos. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, thank you for coming on and being vulnerable and sharing your story. Thank you for having and, me. Um, yeah, I will continue to enjoy your posts. And it's, it's an honor to meet you in person. You know, because like I said, on social media, sometimes you don't meet people. And uh, keep doing what you're doing. We're all rooting for you. Thank you. And we'll see you guys next week on Fit Over 40. I'm Coach Claire. Thanks for listening to Fit Over 40 with Coach Clarence. Clarence Ferguson is a seasoned loan officer, fitness expert, personal chef, and entrepreneur who leads a revolution of men and women like you who want to live their best life going into middle age. Join us next time for more inspiring dialogue, challenging topics, and industry leaders offering tips and how-tos to improve your life at fitover40withcoachclarence.com or wherever you get your podcasts. sunwarrior.com plant-based proteins and superfood supplements. Raise your vibe, your light, energy, and love. 
Sun Warrior believes the answers for optimal health are found in nature. Our clean burning sources of plant-based proteins provide essential BCAAs, branch chain amino acids for muscle growth, pretension, and energy. Get the benefits from plant proteins that taste amazing and are 100% vegan. No added sugar, gluten-free, and mixed easily. For nutrition on the go in a shaker and a protein boost to your favorite smoothies, use the code for a discount, Coach Clarence. Go to sunwarrior.com, discount code Coach Clarence. 